Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined today by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. So we're back after a short break, and whilst eyes may be turning towards the Bank of England this week, there's also quite a lot of other data points to be looking at. So perhaps you can just outline your thoughts on the week ahead. Absolutely, yeah. Another fascinating week ahead for financial markets. Uh, Focus swings back to the UK uh, as the Bank of England assess the domestic complexities of the inflation growth trade-off. August is a a monetary policy report month, and therefore uh, we get updated economic projections, uh, simultaneously published minutes and a press conference. Uh, Ample opportunity, we would expect, uh, for them to communicate an accelerated pace of normalisation or a 50 basis point rate hike to take the bank rate to 1.75%. Bailey has hinted that the governor's proposal proposed course of action is likely to be a 50 basis point hike. Uh, And while there uh, may be some dissent in favour of a smaller move, uh, the UK data suggests growth has held in much better than the Eurozone comparison, uh, with the May GDP data surprising to the top side. And July flash PMI more resilient, uh, both noteworthy progressions uh, and indicative of a growth backdrop that likely remains positive in the second half of this year. Uh, On that basis, with price pressures remaining elevated uh, and set to gap higher With the energy price cap rise in October, the Bank of England will likely remain keen to head off any additional demand-led inflation pressure ahead of that. While the leadership campaign is largely a sideshow uh, from a monetary perspective, the fiscal loosening bias, uh, especially from uh, Bookie's favourite Liz Truss, uh, will likely give the Bank of England further confidence in tightening in August. However, with bank rates subsequently at Uh, or even above the neutral rate following a 50, uh, it's possible that the Bank of England uh, may be more cautious or more attentive uh, to growth um, sensitivities in the second half of this year. Secondly, uh, against the more specific focus uh, of the UK um, with the Bank of England uh, Monetary Policy Committee deliberations, uh, we also bring back into focus the broad global macro evolution we are currently experiencing. China Politburo meetings over the weekend may give some further clarification of the level and specific targets uh, of support for Chinese growth in the second half of this year uh, to attain the best outcome. Uh, The replacement uh, narrative for the 5.5% growth target made uh, unattainable by COVID uh, and the zero COVID policy in the first half of this year. Now, the China PMI data at the start of the week will also be an important reference point for the platform upon which second half growth uh, will be built. In Europe, the PMIs will be closely watched for further signs of energy sentiment and or cost directly impacting the real economy. And of course, the market will keep half an eye on the flow rate of natural gas through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline uh, and surrounding uh, Russia rhetoric. Uh, Also in the US, uh, the ISM will be closely watched after their not always very correlated counterpart, the PMI, uh, indicated troubling weakness in both services and manufacturing in its flash reading of last week. But also in the US, uh, last week's FOMC highlighted the importance of the labour market on the underlying growth dynamic and proximity to recession, uh, made more opaque uh, by a modestly negative first reading of US GDP uh, this week, uh, which we expect to be ultimately revised higher. Uh, 
Now, there is no bigger focus on U.S. labor market than that afforded by the monthly employment report, the non-farm payrolls. Um, analyst expectations are that uh, we see 250,000 job gains in July, uh, keeping the unemployment rate at 3.6%, uh, likely significantly below the equilibrium level. Uh, average hourly earnings are expected to slow to 4.9% year on year. The combination of indicators likely to show continued strength uh, in the labour market and in wage growth. Uh, But against a 9.1% inflation rate, negative real wages are still likely a drag on demand beyond the stimulus-induced wealth effects. Uh, As we discuss in this week's blog, the combination of this week's data is likely to do little uh, to remove either the Fed's inflation risk premium or the market's growth risk premium that are embedded into US rate markets. Altogether, Another fascinating week to kick off the second half of the year and for much of Europe at the summer holiday season. Thank you, Neil. As ever, a lot to be keeping an eye on in the week ahead. Uh, And even before the summertime breaks that uh, hopefully a lot of our listeners have planned in, we have the weekend. So what have you got your eye on this weekend? Absolutely, Matt. Yes, another action-packed weekend of sport. Uh, Formula One travels to Hungary ahead of the summer break, uh, with Hamilton getting faster and Ferrari with something to prove. Should be uh, an eventful weekend there. Uh, It's the Charity Shield, uh, Liverpool versus Manchester City, a chance to show off some of their new signings and add early silverware, uh, even if no one else thinks it's a real trophy. We get a whole raft of action uh, from many different disciplines as the Commonwealth Games heats up in Birmingham. Uh, so that should be a fabulous spectacle. Uh, but for me, the big event of the weekend is the Euro 2022 final. England versus Germany at Wembley. Uh, what's not to love about Absolutely. And no doubt the nation rallying behind the Lionesses on the weekend. Well, thank you for joining us once again and sharing your thoughts on the week ahead. We look forward to catching up with you again next week. Thanks very much, Matt. It's been a pleasure. Information, data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SRJ Capital, Horizon Capital or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed at professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.